Hey, good morning, everybody. How's it going? It's Dan with Mark on Unleashed, um, taking it, recording it on the 14th. So if you listened to me last week, obviously we had the tragedy during Easter or the Easter weekend with the men and women up north, and uh, we'll touch on that. So I pre-record. That's why I did not touch on it last week. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Um, so the, the shooting happened last Friday, last Saturday, and um, don't have a whole lot to go on as far as what happened. I'm sure the stuff will come out a little more besides um, two good people and one dumbass was lost. So that being said, um, been a pretty somber week around here. Um, obviously, like normal, I keep myself busy, but um, Emily was the Shatek officer, and she was uh, Joe. You guys know Joe, USCCA. He worked for us for five, six years. He was; Those two were best friends, and um, they pretty much rode bike together nonstop with her fiancé, Shane. So our thoughts, hearts, feelings, prayers go out to those guys. Um, Hunter, the officer from Shatek, or I'm sorry, from Cameron, he was, uh, he was a young guy, just started in January, I believe it was, maybe December. He was actually, he came down to the shop a few times, talked with us about how excited he was and, you know, the, the good he was going to do in the community and stuff. And we talked to him about self-defense ammo and carry guns and all that stuff. Um, just a good go-getter young guy and, um, they got hosed. I think they pretty much got jumped on it, but um, we'll see when the footage comes out or whatever um, reports come out on how it went down. Either way, the guy should not have owned a firearm. He's been mentally unstable for years, and um, it is what it is as far as firearms and how it went down, but um, just it sucks. So I'm a little off this week. Uh, last weekend I was way off. I'm kind of getting back to normal as far as for me. For those of you that are going to attend the the service tomorrow, which is Saturday, um, good luck with that. Uh, this will air on Monday, so it will already have happened. And um, just give thoughts and prayers to the men and women that are still on the force. And it takes, you know, a tragedy like this to bring communities together, which sucks ass, plain and simple. You know, I mean, two, three years ago, people are, you know, screw the cops, ban the cops, you know, defund police. And they still are in big cities, but – and not so much in the, you know, Shatek, Cameron, Rice Lake, Birchwood, Eau Claire communities, I guess, you know, what I call the up north communities. Um, however, something like this, you know, people are putting blue lights up in their house and, you know, doing good things like that. And keep those up all the time. You know, I mean, when that light bulb burns out, get another one. You know, you don't just support them when the tragedy strikes. Um, firefighters, same way. Um, I think it's you know, putting up a blue light bulb like that and saying, hey, we're we're with you now because tragedy struck and officer so-and-so or deputy so-and-so, you know, lost their life. But in six months when my light bulb goes out, ah, hell, you know, I'm no big deal. I'll just put a new one up. That's shitty. Um, and that's just my two cents because, you know, people say, well, why don't you have a blue light bulb up? I support the fucking police all the time, plain and simple. I mean, 24-7. If I see something going down on the side of the road, my fat ass is stopping, you know. Um, but you better be ready to be instructed by other officers that show up to get down on the ground. You know, if they need help or whatever, they can come here and get whatever they want. Um, just like the was it the Los Angeles shooting, the bank robbery that went bad back in the 90s. 
Um, I don't have to sit there and be like, oh, I got a blue light bulb up. I support the police. Shit, we had T-shirts made up here at Marcon um, to support the police last fall, and nobody wanted to buy them. They've been sitting out for four or five months now, since October, so six months, and nobody wanted to buy them. I mean, hopefully they sell now, and you guys wore them proudly, but why is it now that you support the police? Just like... Let's jump Let's jump ship here and go somewhere else. The U.S. dollar is probably going to crash by the end of the summer. If it's up to this administration's way, it will. And if somebody tells you that it's not, then they're sleeping under a rock or living under a rock because they don't know what the fuck's going on. And, you know, I try not to use that F word a lot, but it upsets me because the people I listen to are, you know, some of the left, well, all the left will call conspiracy uh, podcasters. So I listen to Beck TV. So I listen to Beck and all his guys on, on there, um, Stu and uh, multiple other ones, along with I listen to The Daily Wire, which is Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh. You know, and Matt Walsh is mainly on the, the trans thing. So first off, on that whole thing, whatever you want to do, you want to cut your tits off, cut your wiener off, I don't care. Do what you got to do. Um, more power to you. But. If your license says male or license says female, that's what I'm going to call you. Um, if God gave them to you, you can't, you know, reproduce. Um, if he gave you nuts, no matter how hard you try, you can't have a baby. No matter what. It's just not going to happen. Um, and that's what, you know, do I think a male that identifies as a female should be allowed in women swimming or powerlifting or biking or something like that? No. 100% not. Again, my personal thoughts. Now, do I support it? Hey, do I support guys that want to be women and women want to be guys? I don't care. No more power to you. We train we train uh, everybody here at Marcon and want everyone to be able to defend themselves. However, don't push it down my throat. And the men and women that come in here don't. I mean, it is what it is. If you are joining a... If a group of men that want to identify as females want to join a women's softball league and take first place, the second place winners did not get beat by a women's team. They got beat by an all-men's team. I don't care what they wear or what they cut off. That's just the way God made it. So hate people for what it is, but now on that aspect – the Biden administration is pushing all this stuff down our throat when the U.S. dollar is crashing. China, a world player in manufacturing, is going around to everybody, the people that hold all the oil. I mean, we hold an ass ton of oil, but of course, this administration doesn't want to tap it um, like the previous one did. So we're paying three fifty, going to be up to probably close to $5 a gallon for gas this summer. However, China is telling Brazil... Saudi Arabia, Iran, um, France, uh, who else is in there now? Um, Mexico, the bunch of uh, Central state, Central American states or countries that they need to get off the U.S. dollar and get into a global trade dollar. That's what the U.S. dollar was. That's why we are a big player in the world. Now, if everybody does this, our U.S. dollar is going to be worth crap. And 
you're going to be hunting and fishing and killing neighbors' cows and things like that to eat. If you don't think so, Google Venezuela and see how they were. They were one of the richest countries in the world, and now they're one of the poorest because of their administration screwed them. So this is just a farce of what's going on out there and what's being covered up. And you won't know it till it's too late if you don't start paying attention. Which brings me back to the summer. The summer's a good time to be outside, not care about much. But when it comes time for fall and all of a sudden there ain't no eggs in, you know, you're going shopping and eggs went from $2 now, $3 a dozen to $5 a dozen, $10 a dozen. Gas is up to $5 a gallon. Um, Meat is crazy, which the whole meat thing I'll get into in a minute. That's because of this current administration, 100%. I don't care who you are, it is. When when Uncle Joe took office, it was a dollar what sixty and change for a gallon of gas. We were making stuff here on our own shores. We weren't reliant on um, foreign entities, and we were doing stuff here. Now we are begging foreign entities to give us fuel, which is crazy. Back to the meat thing, real quick. I know I'm all over the board today, but my mind's all over. The meat thing is the vi- the vaccination that nobody wanted to take after they kind of figured out that it was killing people and clogging arteries and all that good stuff um, for COVID. Well, COVID is basically done now, they said. I mean, people are still catching it, but it's not killing people by the tens of thousands, and they're not stacking bodies in the street like the global elite wanted to be done, but whatever. Now they're saying that they're going to start putting that um, vaccination in the meat and vegetables that they serve you. Why would they want to do that? There's never been anything like this in the world done before. But because not everybody in the world took the vaccination, and now very few people are doing it, they just have a bunch of leftovers, so they just want to, you know, get you get rid of it? No. They want you to basically be controlled and when you die, because it'll be soon. We're coming up on roughly two years, two and a half years from the vaccination. People are already tipping over pretty fast. Give it another two years and see how many are dropping. And I'm sorry if you got the vaccination and you're nervous. You goddamn should be nervous. Because you put something that a corrupt administration told you to do in your body. Because of why? Because you wanted to keep your job, because you thought it was the right thing to do, because the people that were telling you not to, like myself and other people are conspiracy theorists, that's on you. Now, you might not have got the 16 side doses, but still you got the first injection. So keep that in mind. Um, And I'm sorry if you did. You know, people are like, well, that's pretty mean. Hey, it's your own person. Ain't my deal. I mean, I just figure now they're putting it in cattle, in meat, in vegetables. And, yes, we buy our own meat from local butchers. Um, We buy our vegetables, you know, I mean, from the store, um, except summertime that we buy them from local uh, farmer's markets and stuff like that. So they won't control that type of stuff. But if you go out to eat at Subway or, or Arby's or wherever, Culver's, 
odds are pretty good that that meat is going to have some type of the vaccine in it. So I guess, you know, I wanted to lose weight. I guess that's one way to do it because I sure in the hell ain't going to be eating out very much. Just some stuff to give you thought. If you get done listening to my podcast, you're like, damn, Dan talked about some good shit today. Then that's good. If you're like, damn, Dan's off the rocker today. That's also good because it gives you something to talk about. Um, That's why these guys aired on Monday to give you something to talk about all week. Now, visitation is happening tomorrow, which, again, this will be aired next week, so it'll have already happened. Um, I hope everybody can make it up there and stuff. I actually work this weekend, and because I'm not going to ask any of my staff to miss it, um, I will be sitting here at the shop during the visitation time. And people say, well, you know, you can close the shop. I can. Granted, I can. Um, However, I don't ask my staff to do something that I wouldn't do. So if we're going to be open on Christmas, I would be the one that would be sitting here by myself on Christmas. Um, I would not make my staff do it. So usually on holidays and stuff like that, I'll ask, hey, who wants to work? Um, That being said, we are not closing on Saturday. Um, Just no. I don't think I do well up there at this service. Um, And I don't like that kind of shit anyway. We do have new swag, so if you guys are out there and about and you want to get new uh, mugs, we got the new Stanley-style mugs. They're the 40-ounce uh, drink drink mugs um, fit in all your cup holders, and uh, they come with a straw, awesome mugs, uh, hold ice for a day or so. So, I mean, really, who does it take that long to drink a nice 40-ounce mixed drink of Tito and lemonade? It doesn't. But, hey, at least you can uh, keep it cold when you're, when you're drinking it or in the wintertime, keep your coffee hot in the morning, even in the summertime. Um, we have a lot of new shirts coming out. Um, again, we do have some of our Blue Line shirts still here, and all those proceeds are going to go back to um, families. Um, the new ones coming out are going to have some pretty kick-ass sayings on. I just looked at some more this morning. They're going to be the SPF 50, so they're going to be that light, thin, um, flowing shirt stuff that you wear in the summertime to keep the sun off you. Um, some really kick-ass colors as well. And Tara is also approving some tank tops for ladies. They're not going to be the, you know, um, what kind of tank tops we have last time. Basically, they were a size large, but they could fit a small. Um, yeah, I, we liked them. I mean, you could buy – we still may have a couple out there. But they really accentuated parts of, um, you know, and it wasn't – we didn't know nothing about it because I wasn't a female tank top wearer. I know I don't identify as that, so I just – didn't put one on but uh once i got them in the ladies were like who the hell approved these i'm like yeah that was um that was the guy that just quit but uh the new ones are going to be really nice and they're going to be flowing on the bottom so they're going to be open and stuff so definitely check those out when we get them in um again that'll probably be another few weeks but uh gator garb our guy brad over there he's really working on it so we're pumped to see those and all of our new summer products coming out all right, let's get this thing closed up. You guys have a uh, – I hope you had a great weekend. And um, turn around and have a great week if you listen to this on Monday. Dear Lord, thank you for another day of life, and thank you for letting us wake up uh, healthy and safe. I just want to thank you, God, for the gift of life and for all those in our lives and the love I have in my life. I have no complaints, really. I just want to be thankful for being alive and for you giving us another day to honor you. Amen. God bless. Godspeed, guys. Take care. Bye.
Here at Eau Claire Hometown Media, we're proud to have as one of our longest-serving partners the fine folks with Stokes, Proc, and Munt Funeral Chapel and the Cremation Society of Wisconsin. Here, Randy tells us what got him into the funeral and cremation industry. Well, what brought me into this mainly was curiosity. Uh, I've always been real heavy into the sciences. And uh, I had a bachelor uncle that used to take me to a lot of funerals because, and he knew a lot of people. So we get all dressed up in those days you did. Go to a funeral and go out to eat. That was kind of the payoff for it. So I met a few funeral directors, you know, along the way. And uh, I even helped my parents do his arrangement. That bachelor uncle died in his 50s. And uh, I don't know. I think it's been a good fit for me. I thought I'd try it and see how I like it. And, you know, I've been in it for 50 years. 